Welcome to the Impact Zone. I'm your host, Damian Gibson. Uh, good week of Impact Television. Did have some problems with the Impact app uh, and um, just this subscription service in general. Like, I understand they're a smaller company. I understand they don't have the uh, resources of uh, WWE um, or even Fight, but maybe, and I understand Impact are probably trying to. Um, control as much money as possible i notice that they're buying a lot of classic matches and putting those on their um subscription service to to make it more um uh, enticing to to take up the the membership which i have i actually have a uh, a straight up impact plus membership and uh, a member of impact on youtube and i'm glad that i am because i could not watch impact this week on the Impact Plus service. I just couldn't. Um, for a while, it was playing last week's episode and then it was playing um, uh, Slammiversary this year. A, a really frustrating user experience. Um, so if there is anyone listening who is um, associated with Impact, could you please have a look at the coding in the back end of the the app on Android TV because it is not good at the moment. And it's a shame because, you know, I want to support Impact and I'm sure if you're listening to this show, you definitely want to as well. And it's a small gripe because, yes, I could go across um, to YouTube and watch it there and it's cheaper and I might as well just watch it on YouTube full stop. But I want to give Impact that money, you know, like I want to support companies where I can, and when you get that kind of user experience, it's really frustrating. So anyway, I hate to start out on a bad note, but here we are. Uh, so anyway, did manage to, to catch the show. Let's go through the results and my star reviews really quickly, and then we'll have a quick break and, and come back with my uh, highlights and lowlights of the week. Uh, we started off with Aussie Open, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis versus The Bullet Club, Chris Bay and Ace Austin. Uh, the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie chant in Aussie Open's theme song. Just as an Australian, this is one thing I am an expert on. I am an expert on being an Australian. No one, no one chants Aussie, Aussie, Aussie except bogans, which is Australian for white trash, or people who don't live in Australia anymore. It's like Fosters. Uh, no one does it. No one likes it. <laughs> it's... Um, yeah, you know, I really like both of these guys as wrestlers. In particular, Carl Fletcher. I think he he could be anything, and I can see why Will Ospreay has surrounded uh, himself with these two guys in real life and in kayfabe. They they seem like good dudes and stuff as well. The presentation comes across a little bit like a lot of Australian uh, wrestlers, where there isn't a huge amount of imagination, <laughs> and. Um, calling yourselves Aussie Open and then having a, a theme song that has the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie chant. I mean, you couldn't – it's not – I mean, there might be an argument of like, well, the heels, so they're trying to get a heel reaction. I don't think it's even heel heat. It's just like comes across as – if I showed that to mates of mine who didn't watch wrestling, um, you know, permanently like I do, <laughs> I think they would find it really lame. Uh, Ace Austin is someone that I would absolutely 
um, be looking at. If I was Tony Khan, I would be inquiring into his uh, contract with Impact and New Japan. How long is it? How much is it? Uh, Ace Austin could be Shawn Michaels. He has that much charisma. He's that self-assured, especially as a younger dude. And his in-ring work is phenomenal. You could say the same thing as Chris Bay. I don't know if Chris Bay is quite there yet, but um, I mean, at the same level as Ace Austin. But as a tag team, they're, they're phenomenal and they should 100% keep them together for as long as they can before one of them or both of them move on to uh, bigger pastures. Um, Fletcher's a really, really good seller. And so is Mark Davis, actually. That was the thing that I noticed in this match. I've seen them a little bit in uh, AEW and a tiny bit in New Japan. Um, uh, So just quickly to go back to the Ace Austin point, obviously, if you're a wrestling fan, you're aware of the troubles that have been happening in AEW for the last couple of months and uh, seems to have blown up as either a shoot or shoot work. I'm pretty sure it's a shoot. Uh, in real life fracas that has uh, had a whole bunch of people suspended, which is that's all good. And and Paul and I will talk about that on the AEW show, which will drop tomorrow, AEW Weekly. Um, but I think what we saw on Dynamite this week, that AEW's strength comes from uh, the younger um, competitors. And, and Ace Austin is one of the best going around. So I don't... I think it would be. I don't think it would cost you a hell of a lot to get Ace Austin across, and um, yeah, he, he's phenomenal. Um, not that I'm I'm willing people away from Impact because I am a fan of Impact and I, I don't want Impact to lose. Uh, you know, great um, workers, but um, I, I just noticed that in this match, he, he out of four really good people in ring, Ace Austin just pops off the screen. Um. Aussie Open's uh, offense is super impressive when they when they got it happening towards the end of the match, uh, and they got the win with the Orialis. Uh, I gave this match four stars. Uh, next up, we had an Honor No More promo. It's more of the same here. There is some real momentum happening with the Honor No More um, uh, faction, and I think we'll we'll get into that a little bit more around the main event. Um, these promos are starting to become a little repetitive where we get a sort of um, CWDC type thing where (laughs) everyone in the faction gets a couple of lines depositing exposition. Uh, It's fine. It was two two and a half stars out of of five for me for this promo. Um, Good Brothers accept a challenge from the Motor City Machine Guns for Bound for Glory. Uh, This is great promo. Everyone here knows what they're doing. But the match itself is a great match. Um, and I just wonder if uh, this means that the Good Brothers have re-signed with Impact, if they're sticking around uh, for that long, or whether you know they're they're just on a um, on a contractor basis, just sort of doing matches that they you know dream matches like this one. Anyway, three stars for this promo. Uh, Mickey James versus uh, Rochelle Rose. Uh, this match was slow, uh, and Mickey looked out of touch. Looked like there was a fair amount of ring rust there. Um, and this gimmick about her either uh, <laughs> she either wins the belt or she goes home. I- I've never 
I have seen this previously. I've never understood it because it gives away the result of every match leading up to the championship match and it becomes really boring really quickly. Um, Rochelle Rose was, was fine. I didn't see anything really too bad in her performance, but I also didn't see anything that blew my hair back. Um, I just thought this match was a bit rough, to be honest. Two stars out of five. Uh, Kenny King promo. Kenny complains about last week's ending of the X Division match, which I actually think he has some claim on because very rarely does a second referee <laughs> see what happens. And um, I mean, he was cheating and that was seen and, and called out. But uh, anyway, Scott Demore dismisses all of this and says uh, if he wants a match, he's got a match um, next. Uh, Steve Macklin is told that he will team up with Moose next week uh, against Decay. Um, there was just a little bit of exposition. We're sort of finally, it's revealed that they've got some sort of working relationship. But it will be, you know, how do these two coexist storyline? Two and a half stars out of five for Stevie Macklin's. Promo there. Next up, we had Kenny King versus uh, Yuya Yamira. Um, Yamira was signed as a 21-year-old straight out of college. Uh, he's doing his excursion as a young lion. Oh, boy. It's kind of this... You're a young lion when you're in a dojo, and then you sort of get a year of not being a young lion, but you're a, almost like an apprentice. Um where you go off and do an excursion wrestle in the States and Australia and England and um, <clears throat> to get your chops up and then you can come back home and, and essentially get a full-time gig. Uh, he was trained by Tiger Mask and, um, you know, th this match was pretty middling in ring. Uh, Kenny King doesn't really do a hell of a lot for me. Uh, Mia Yem interfered here due to their, they had a, a sort of tate-a-tate -tate in the um, promo earlier that I was talking about. Um, Yumira gets a win in his Impact debut, and, and that's Impact doing a solid to New Japan, booking the kid, making him look strong. None of this was really his fault. He looked like he can go, and um, but just, just didn't see enough. Didn't see. I would like to see him, you know, wrestle an Ace Austin or Josh Alexander um, you know, even a more experienced hand like Heath. I mean, I know Kenny King's been around for a long time. Just to see what we can, what he can do, and I'm sure we will. He'll be an impact for a little bit. Um, but yeah, didn't blow, didn't blow me away this match. So three stars out of five for that one. Uh, violent by design promo. This is a cinematic promo. Dina goes to Eric Young's house compound <laughs> shack in the middle of nowhere. Um, Eric Young asked Dina if this is exactly what he wants. Dina says yes, it is, and he's like, "What we were, what, what was violence? Uh, what was by you know what what's by design?" Um, and Dina says violence, and then a bunch of dudes in yellow hoods, which is the color of the faction violent by design, um, show up and and start chanting violence, violence. Um, I I really like like I. <laughs> Just to give you some insight, like I loved The Undertaker as a kid. I loved that gimmick. I loved Bray Wyatt, um, all iterations of Bray Wyatt. I was enjoying what Malachi Black was doing. I, I 
I loved Sting in WCW. Any of the weird sort of spooky type stuff that can happen in wrestling, I really enjoy. And, um, yeah, the, this re- sort of reminds me of that. And, and it was also, uh, I just think it was a really creative promo and it, and it's uh, kind of shocks and reminds you when this happens of like, oh, this is what can happen when wrestlers who are, are really creative like Eric Young are given sort of carte blanche to do what they want and create their own character. This was really strong. It gave you more of a sense of who Eric Young is, made him even more um, intimidating and scary as a, as a character in the show. And, um, yeah, made Dina look a little bit stronger as well. So really enjoyed all of that. Four stars out of five. Um, Taya Valkyrie versus Chelsea Green was next. We saw these uh, – Paul and I got to see these two work a lot together during the Phoenix Rising Tour in Australia six weeks ago. Um, it showed this was really it, and it showed this was uh, really worked. Uh, it was a really uh, well worked match. Um, uh, to show the communication issues between the, the Decay Girls, um, the in ring action was was really tied. There's this ongoing story about Decay not being on the same page. Um, and Chelsea Green and, and Deanna Perazzo getting the best of them uh, consistently. I'm sure that will change going into Bound for Glory. Um, but enjoyed all of this. In-ring work was great. The story told was really good. Four stars out of five. Um, next up, we had Jordan Grace promo where she gave uh, – she was asked about giving Slamovich a death warrant last week. I said it was a contract. I wasn't – I didn't realize that Chelsea Green was going around giving uh, – not Chelsea Green. Jordan Grace was going around giving death warrants to people. That's pretty cool, actually. Uh, she says that uh, it was preemptive mind games, and then she opens her dressing room door to see that Maria Slamovich is written, Maria's going to kill you <laughs> across the wall. Again, really like this. Three stars out of five. Uh, then we have PCO and Vincent Promo. This is what I was talking about last week. I want to see more of this. Uh, Vincent essentially brainwashing washing PCO uh, about Honor No More. Um, and, and I really liked, you know, we've got to see that uh, Honor No More are using PCO and that they don't trust him and so they're going to these lengths to, to brainwash him, essentially use him. Um, if I see this, then every time Eddie Edwards comes barreling into a on a No More promo and talks about how PCO is the worst, it makes sense. <laughs> um, uh, we had Bujinda Guja versus Brian Myers. This match was fine to a point. I get that they're building Guja's uh, hatred towards Brian, but uh, it was a title shot and it doesn't really make much sense for him to get himself disqualified as a baby face he's the baby face in in this match so for him to disqualify himself just sort of makes him look stupid um yeah so wasn't blown away by this two and a half stars out of five then we had heath versus eddie edwards after heath attacked eddie edwards last week uh a match that showed that heath can hang in the main event um distraction from mike bennett allowed eddie edwards to get the win with the boston knee party Three stars of the match. Then Josh Alexander comes to the ring and essentially gives Eddie Edwards his answer about joining Honor No More, which is no, obviously. Uh, and then Honor No More beat the living crap out of Josh Alexander and Heath, and we fade to black. Uh, and I thought this was all good as well. It, it, Honor No More being booked pretty strongly as a heel faction taking over from Bullet Club. Um, as I said last week, so a continuation of that, three stars for that promo as well, or that segment. 
Um, cool. Let's uh, take a quick break and we'll come back and I'll go through my highlights and lowlights of the week. Football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here, finally. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Uh, And as an added bonus for Week 1, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Just think, Preston Vance, 10, you're up by 10 at any point, you get paid instantly. Uh, To be able to do this, all you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code TPPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a heap of audiobooks, uh, mainly wrestling biographies, um, and it's been great. One reason it's been great uh, to to listen to these audiobooks is because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Uh, Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. They've got optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, which is really important. Uh, these earbuds are so comfortable. They will not budge. Trust me. Uh, I've had other um, earbuds that were like just the faintest knock and they fall out of my ear and they cost hundreds of dollars and that doesn't happen with my Raycons. Uh, Raycons gives you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Uh, They're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands and I just mentioned one before. Uh, It's no wonder Raycons everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. I wish WrestleWolf could get 50,000 five-star reviews. Uh, Look, a couple of my favorite uh, features are three customizable sound profiles. So you can have um, like your noise cancelling on and off. So you can tap your earbuds and and hear what's happening around you. Um, Using those tap functions and the noise uh, isolation as well or cancellation um i use my raycons uh in bed uh both me and my partner are really bad snorers a bit bit of personal uh, information both of us have to go to bed with our raycons in to block out the other one's snoring um so i'm I'm listening to those audio books then and i and i use the the noise isolation uh, noise isolation to to push out the other noise um so, look, what you have to do to be able to get your hands on uh, some Raycons, you go to buyraycon.com slash TPPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash TPPN to score 15% off. That's buyraycon.com slash TPPN. TPPN. 
Welcome back. Um, start with lowlights. I, I, just the continuing saga of Mickey James' retirement is is my lowlight. I don't, you know, unfortunately, I think Impact have booked themselves into a corner here with this. Like, there's no way of getting out of Mickey James' story now. Like, she can't just all of a sudden turn around and say, "Oh, actually, I didn't mean it." Um, I mean, I suppose you could book her to lose and then she comes out and there's a heel and says, I'm not going anywhere. But what would that do? I mean, it would reiterate my point of like trying to get some cheap views last week to see if Mickey James was retiring or not. Um, Yeah, and it just... The only way that this is salvageable, I think, is if... Um, if Mickey James ends up going up against Jordan Grace and putting Jordan Grace over. Um, I just, but, you know, how long is this going to go for? I mean, Bound for Glory is in, I don't know, it's like two months or six weeks or something. So, like, we've got six weeks of Mickey James coming out week after week, you know, beating whoever. <laughs> she's up against we know i mean that's it essentially just becomes like a break match every week because you're like oh well I'll go make a coffee while this is happening because i know that mickey james is going to win um i don't like the angle i like mickey james a lot I and mean, she's over the years has been a really consistent performer and I, I like her as a as a person she seems really nice and stuff um you know irl um but yeah this is Usually the thing about Impact that I enjoy the most is um, they're really uh, smart and concise uh, with their booking because they have to be. They don't know, you know, a lot of the time they don't know how long they're going to have people. People show up and they can put them in angles and for a small amount of time and, and, and things like that. Um, so usually things are very uh, deft, you know, when it comes to the booking. Um, well, not deft, that's probably not the right word, but consistently concise and um clear and this well i suppose the booking for this is so clear that it's telegraphing what's going to happen like mickey james will come back she'll win the championship you know maybe as a heel maybe she'll slowly turn heel over this that could be slightly interesting but really i'm finding it really boring uh and my highlight was as much as i sort of ragged on their theme song <laughs> <laughs> was seeing Aussie Open and Impact and seeing them doing uh, great work in in America. Um, I have seen them, you know, obviously they'd been on AEW the last sort of three or four weeks. Well, actually the last, because they were on there just before Forbidden Door and then they were showed up again for the Trios tournament. Um, and obviously there's some... This like I don't know if a, I don't think a contract has been signed because um, they're all New Japan guys, but they're doing a lot of work with AEW, which is cool. And to see Aussie Open go off and do do the work and do extra matches in in Impact to raise their profile, but also get more experience in America, is not only fantastic for them and for um, the United Empire in in New Japan, but for Australian wrestling. As an Australian wrestling fan, it's cool to see. Uh, guys like Kyle and Mark, one, doing well. It's like fills you with a bit of pride as an Australian wrestling fan, but also that they're doing the work. They're not, um, you know, they're not 
taking these opportunities for granted. It's like, well, we're in America. We might as well do as many gigs as we can to get as good as we can. So, um, And they, they proved in this match with two really, really, really good performers in Chris Bay and Ace Austin that the sky's the limit for them. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, look, the Impact episodes are doing really well for us. Uh, I know there isn't a huge amount of coverage of Impact, so I really appreciate you guys getting on board with this. If you're an Impact fan, you've got friends or family who are Impact fans and are looking for a quick um, recap of the week because they, they couldn't get to, to watching the show or, you know, they want to sort of dip their toe into the world of Impact before they start watching, whatever the case may be, let them know about the podcast. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That, that helps us a lot. But until next week, guys, look after yourself. And I'll see you next week in the Impact Zone.